So I met my beautiful guest Nisha in our first year of college at the University of Waterloo, where we were two of a handful of Caribbean students, she being from Trinidad and me from Jamaica. I remember that we bonded immediately and we've never been out of touch since then. Over the years, Nisha and I have shared so many life changes and I truly value this latest friendship. I am very excited she's here to chat with us today about her lockdown in Canada, where she currently lives. Welcome, Nisha. How are you? Hi, Charmaine. I'm fine. How are you doing? Good, good, good. So tell us about your lockdown. I know, you know, you're in Waterloo. Um, when did that start and when, what has that experience been like? So I think I've been here for almost two months. So right. I got here. <laughs> I've I stopped counting. So I got here, I think, mid-March. Um, so it's almost been two months. Uh, I'm here with my partner, Michael, and then we also had an international student friend for about six weeks while he finished up his semester at the University of Waterloo. Right, because the, um, the university students there were also, uh, I guess, sent off <laughs> to finish their studies elsewhere. Is that what happened? Yeah, so he, actually, he was actually in residence. So at the time, they were trying to, I guess, separate the students and separate the groups. So the, the student residents decided to kick the students out. Oh, wow. So he basically uh, asked if he can stay here with me. He's part of the aviation program, so he thought he had to take the flying lessons. So he wanted to stay close to campus. So I offered my place, and then he was here, but of course they canceled the flying lessons. So he finished the semester online, and no flight, no flying. Oh, wow. Okay. So I guess maybe they'll have to uh, figure out how they're going to catch up on the flying lessons um, further down the road, right? Exactly. Oh, wow. Yeah, that must be a bummer for students, I can imagine. And it's it's tough for international students because there were other students in his residence who didn't have anywhere to go. Oh, wow. So I know they ended up being on campus for a few weeks after that, and I'm not sure where they are right now. Right. And then, you know, to know that they have to spend extra time now to, you know, catch up on their lessons, you know, their flying lessons, that's a big deal as well. Oh, definitely. It's tough. And I mean, he's so motivated and it's his passion. So of course he's thinking, yes, they're going to start flying soon. I'm thinking, no. (laughs) (laughs) I know, because you're right next to someone, you know, in a tiny plane, right? So he's so passionate passionate about it like he's not thinking about that he's thinking well it's just myself and the co-pilot but I'm like yeah but you're like a meter apart (laughs) right right yeah it's a a big it's a big bummer yeah I can imagine so I know you are working from home and you know managing um how is that working out for you because I know you don't like working from home so (laughs) that must be an adjustment you know it's two months I'm still getting used to it (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. That's good news. <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm a fan of it, but I'm getting used to it. So um, I think it's, it's difficult because I'm also in a new role. So I started in my role as associate director for the business technology group in the commercial mortgages space. Right. So given the situation now, things are very busy. So I'm still in the learning process. So now trying to learn remotely is also another challenge. Right. So I find I find I find the combination it's a bit demanding because I'm still learning in my role. 
And I find it quite exhausting as well because if you're in virtual meetings most of the day, having to interact via email, text, calling someone if you need a response, um, rather than just walking up to their desk or talking across cubicles, it's, right. a, whole it's a whole different world. Right. So it, it is exhausting because it takes more out of you. Right, because every person you you have to interact with, you have to set up a call, right? Yes. Yeah, I never thought, yeah, that must be, yeah, and, you know, with managing a department, that must be, yeah, quite a challenge. And yeah. then if you're involved in different types of meetings, all those meetings are virtual. So there are days, and you know this, the days I have like five or six meetings back to back and they're all virtual. Right, and that's your entire day right there. Pretty much. And then yeah. if I have a break for lunch, I try to cook in between many things. <laughs> 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 so I time my I time my cooking. It's <laughs> a, a bit of a challenge, but I mean it's there is work life balance there. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, that's good. <laughs> Oh my God! Yes, I can imagine. Yeah, and then in terms of the other impacts, like generally, it's been good. I get to spend more time with Michael. Of course, he's happy about that as well. Um, I get to be in watching full time. You know, somewhat peace here. It's it's not as crazy as downtown Toronto. Right. I get to you know reconnect with some friends who I haven't spoken to in years. Like I got to connect with my friend Ilan, and. My other friend, Verna, who is in Japan. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so it's been great. I mean, there are some downsides there. Like, I I wasn't really fully prepared for this lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> but, but one thing I know, you had toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> okay, call me out. <laughs> If there was anybody who was prepared for the toilet paper, you were. <laughs> but I wasn't fully prepared because because of my new role. The new role is in downtown Toronto, but I live in Waterloo. So it's a pretty hectic commute. So I decided to stay in Toronto during the week. So most of my things are in Toronto. Oh wow. So you didn't get you didn't get a, enough time to kind of take back everything to Waterloo, right? No, I didn't. So I mean I'm my company allowed us to work from home just before the official lockdown. So I basically, you know, packed some stuff, came back to home base in Waterloo, thinking, okay, I'll be back in Toronto within a week or two. But then they had the lockdown while I was in Waterloo. Oh wow! So I didn't have I didn't have some of the things I really needed for a long term stay. But at the time, it was just too risky to go back to Toronto to get them. Right. So I'm just making do with what I have. Um, it, it's okay, but I mean, there are things in Toronto that I wish I had right now. Right. Do you think including, you'll be able to go, including what? The toilet paper. Because half of your stash was there, right? Yes. <laughs> oh my God. So do you think you'll be able to go to Toronto anytime soon? I mean, I can go. I'm going to have to put on my hazmat suit, but... Um, right. I, I'll wait to see if the numbers come down. So I think when the numbers come down to um, maybe under 200,000 potential. But I know right now the uh, numbers are steady around 400 cases a day, new cases a day. Right. For, for um, Australia. So. Yeah, it's better you just kind of, you know, stay put. Safe. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
I but recommend poor, that too. But my poor plants are in Toronto, so it's a bit, it's been a bit heartbreaking. Right. Knowing oh. that, you know, I'm not there to water them, so I'm pretty sure I've lost them all. Oh, no. Wow. Yeah, because you couldn't carry so many things, right? Well, I didn't think I was going to be in lockdown for this long. Right. I thought, okay, a week or two, so I actually watered them before I left, thinking, oh, I'll be back in two weeks. And it's been two months. Oh, poor babies. Oh, <laughs> no. I know. I know that feeling. My mom loves her plants too. So, <laughs> as you know, Nisha. So, I do. <laughs> yeah. When she comes to visit, she's like heading back, <laughs> you know, yep. to make sure her babies are okay. So, yep. I can imagine that's, that's heartbreaking, especially yeah. after you've tended, you know, and cared for them for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a big downside to, you know, being in quarantine. It's the, Hair, yes, having to deal with the hair. Oh, okay, because you get your hair done in in Toronto, right? In Mississauga, but I, yes, I don't do my own hair, right? So, I'm letting you know now there's going to be a very big chop after this lockdown. (laughs) (laughs) You're actually gonna cut it. I'm going to chop it all off. Oh, wow. <laughs> and start over again. <laughs> and start over again. I was actually oh. thinking about it even before coronavirus came into play. Right. But this quarantine just sealed the deal. Right. Because what do you feel? I mean, you just haven't been able to take care of it. Is that what it is? Um, no, I can wash and do the usual, but my hair is so thick and it tangles a lot. So it's just very unmanageable. Right. So when you cut it, do you think you'll maintain it short or you'll just grow it out again? I think I'll maintain it short for a while. I think I'm ready for a short view. Oh, okay. And that suits you so well, too. So yeah, I'm going to try all the different, you know, short styles and then kind of grow it out and try different styles. Wow. I can't wait to see that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see that. Since I'm going to be home for a while, nobody really cares. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I know um, one of my friends, you know, she she was on the podcast, too. She started her log journey, you know, now that she's on lockdown because she said it's been something that she's wanted to do for a while. So this is like the perfect time and nobody's going to see her. So, you know, (laughs) This is like the perfect time for her to start. You know, it's so funny. I, I've had locks twice now. So right now my hair is not locked. It's just um, natural and I twist it manually. Right. But I thought this would have been a good time to try the locking for a third time. If only I knew there was going to be a long lockdown, I would have been more prepared. Right. Yeah. Because you could have started that process too. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I think I'll just try the short loop for a bit and then see Okay, I can't wait to see that. So, so outside of working, um, you know, what else are you doing to keep, you know, to pass the time? So I'm trying to keep up with my workouts. Oh, okay. Um, so I used to go to the gym, you know, the big gym, you know, the do the uh, free weights, the machines, some classes. But I find that now I have to sort of improvise. Uh-huh. And I'm so not used to doing the at home workouts, so that was a change in mindset. Right. So I had to go through and trying to find stuff I can do without the, the big gym equipment. Um, I had some very small dumbbells in the basement, so I brought those out and I just tried to find workouts to do with those. 
you know, try to go for walks, bike rides with Michael, read some more, and baking some more. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I already made my carrot cake for the morning. Oh, you did? Oh, my God. Fabulous. Um, I, I, tried a, I tried a new recipe. <laughs> like a new carrot cake recipe? Yep. Oh, wow. How, have you tried it yet? I have. I, I, <laughs> I made an error with the size of the pan. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I basically let it stay in the oven for much longer so it could cook. Right. So even though the recipe says it's supposed to be moist carrot cake, it's falling short on the moist side right oh, now. Oh, <laughs> because it had to stay for longer. <laughs> yes. Oh, so it dried. <laughs> Oh, well, you know what? It's okay. It's your quarantine <laughs> carrot cake. It's fine. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call it, my quarantine carrot cake. <laughs> I mean, it looks pretty. I put the frosting in the nuts, but it, you oh, know, it looks Oh, wow. <laughs> nice, nice. What did Michael, is Michael loving it? Because I know he has a sweet tooth. <laughs> oh, he loves it. <laughs> as long as he loves it, that's all that matters. Exactly. <laughs> Wow. So like, what, what are you most thankful for um, as a result of this quarantine, the, the lockdown? I have so much to be thankful for. I mean, of course, spending more time here with Michael. Right. And then just having the, the house and the space and being able to, you know, open it to um, the students, you know, when we needed some help, I was here. I'm so grateful for not being up in a tiny apartment with no balcony. Right. You know, you take things for granted and, you know, you take space for granted but until you have to live in a tiny space during the pandemic, you realize, oh my goodness, I really, really, really value space. So here, you know, I can open my back door, walk up into my backyard, open my front door, walk up into the street. Like, I don't have to worry about going into an elevator, touching a button, interacting with too many people. So I'm really grateful for in my space right and it was so nice of you guys to open your doors you know to the student you know just for him to be able to finish his semester that was so kind of you yeah. and I'm really happy I have food yes <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have a pantry and I have a freezer uh-huh. so I'm really really happy for that because there's so many people out there who don't even have um the meals right, right. You know, we have jobs, we have our own offices, you know, we're financially uh, able to help others, you know, supporting the students at the University of Waterloo sent out a request for support for their student university support fund. So I was able to give some to that, you know, the food bank needs help for the key families up there. You know, I'm, just, I'm also thankful for just being able to, to stay in. Mm-hmm. You know, you just have the time to pause and reflect on your life and, you know, things you want to change. Right. Become a better self, right? So I remember listening to your second podcast and your friend talked about two special words. And I thought, okay, what's my word? And I thought, becoming. Right. And now is a time where you can reflect and think about what things can I change or do for me so I can become better and not waste this precious time. Right. So I'm really trying to give up on my cravings for junk food. <laughs> <laughs> well, now's so, the time to create a habit, right? I'm trying yeah. to create, right. 
So right now I'm trying to, you know, not eat the plantain chips, not eat the Cheetos, trying to stay healthy. I'm trying to not watch all the crappy stuff on television. You know, maybe watch more documentaries, more, you know, stimulating um, books and, and television shows. Just all the positive things. Right. You know, okay, and at the end of all this, I'm going to cut my hair off. You know, just the change. What are you becoming? Right. That's fabulous, Nisha. Um, just wishing you so much, you know, so much uh, positive vibes for that journey, you know. Um, okay. Yeah, this is really the time to do it. I mean, it's so. tough because I you order groceries online and every order I like, do I put the plant and chips in or do I keep them out? <laughs> so there were times I actually had them in and then put like four bags and then just before you have to confirm the order, I'm like, okay, you hit yourself, Nisha. So I just keep them out. So because I'm not buying them, you know, it's, it's easier to kind of get by. Right, right. And they're not in front of you in the grocery store. It's not exactly. in your face. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. And then Michael and I actually reviewed the, the, the grocery list before we confirmed. So I'm sure if I want to keep them in, he will say take them out anyway. So... <laughs> Michael sounds like Donovan. <laughs> He's like, why are we buying this? <laughs> oh my God, yes. Well, at least, you know, we're, we're thankful that we have someone that can keep us accountable, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's your accountability partner, so that's good. Because even the first week, you know, when my student friend was here, I thought, okay, I'm going to buy some snacks for him. I bought the family size Cheetos and he wasn't eating them. And I ended up eating the whole bag. And I was like, this has got to stop. <laughs> so ever since, I'm like, no. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. Yes. And they call they, I guess for people who are putting on weight, they're calling it the quarantine 15, right? Yeah. Really? I haven't heard that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a thing, the quarantine 15. <laughs> But I think especially for us as Black people, you know, we're already at a disadvantage, you know, um, with health issues with this COVID, you know, it's so important for us to be healthy, right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, you're doing the right thing <laughs> right there. I'm trying. <laughs> a work in progress. <laughs> for sure. I mean, we can't, you know, totally deprive ourselves of every, you know, anything so I find like on the weekends, I'll give myself a little break, you know, mm-hmm. but um, during the week, I really try to stay on track. Yeah. So Nisha, you know, you are making changes for yourself. Um, how do you see society as a large um, coming out of this crisis in terms of, you know, what changes do you see, you know, society making um, or even just at a community level? level? How do you see this quarantine will impact us moving forward? I see quite a few changes, actually. Um, I think there's going to be an increase in online shopping, whether it's for food or for clothes. Um, like for myself, like I buy my groceries online and I do the curbside pickup and I actually love it. So I know for sure I'm going to be continuing that practice. Um, I also have no interest in going into a product store to try on clothes. So I'll be doing my online purchases for clothing as well. Right. Um, I'm sure there are going to be more and more people doing more home and online entertainment. Mm-hmm. So people are so conditioned to the physical distancing. I can't see a rush to like a crowded 
gathering like restaurants, theaters, cinemas, watching venues. So I think people will just stay home, you know, stream more movies. They're going to do more online chats, whether it's with Zoom or WhatsApp with their friends and the family. Like I know online education is going to increase. For yes. example, like Michael right now is preparing for his, you know, online class happening on Monday. Right, because he's a professor. Yes. So like the universities, they realize that they have to change their models on a more permanent basis for some of these programs. And I think the students actually like the online learning. So I think there's going to be a demand for more online learning. Yes. And, and the, the universities are going to have to adapt to that. And then for me, I'm not a fan of working from home, but I can see going forward, there'll be a bit more of the hybrid system, whether you know, you can work from home full time or whether you do work from home or go into the office a couple of days a week. So a lot of companies are seeing it working and they're more open-minded now to allowing employees to do what to make them happy. Right. So like for my company, they've already indicated that they're open to allowing that. Oh, and that's fabulous. Wow. Right now, right now, my company has maybe 800 employees and everyone's working from home. Oh, no. And the company is still very successful. So I, I see the company allowing people, okay, you want to work from home more? Okay, fine. Because at the end of the day, they actually said that it's, you know, if the employee is successful, the company is successful. So they suddenly to put the, the employee first, which is an amazing um, mindset. Yeah, that's fabulous. That is fabulous. Yeah, and I'm in terms of what I see for society, like I... I really hope the, the clean freak mentality stays. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want people to keep on washing their hands. You know, you use a washroom, wash your hands. Have your mouth when you yawn or when you cough. You know, if you're in the gym, wipe down your weapons after you. So, like, I really, really hope that clean uh, mentality stays. And I've seen a lot of people do so much good. So I'm really hoping that people will continue to appreciate others. And we become, you know, a kind and gentler society. Because we have so much capacity for generosity. Like, you know, there's so much outpouring of love right now for all these essential workers. You know, I'm going for walks in the street. Yeah, I'm keeping my physical distancing, but I can still see people waving at me. Right. You know, so there is a lot of love out there. So I hope that, that continues um, when, when all this is done. Yeah, that's great. Um, you know, as you know, I'm an advocate for working from home because I love working from home. <laughs> so it's so nice that, you know, companies like yours can see the benefit. And then, you know what, it's going to be cheaper for them too. you know, like, you know, providing, um, you know, you think about how much it costs, you know, to, I guess, have an employee in the office every day, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so I guess, you know, from even an economic point of view, I think it may be even cheaper for them to have uh, folks work from home. Yeah. So, so yeah, and, so that's good. Yeah. And they may move to, you know, what they have, they have these uh, hoteling stations. So maybe you sort of alternate who comes into the office instead of having a permanent desk for that one employee. Rather, we just have these hoteling stations where right. if you happen to be in the office, you can sit anywhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like, how are you, um, you know, finding, you know, peace of mind in all this craziness and, you know, with the changes that we're experiencing, how do you find your solace? Well, I am an introvert, so I actually find my strength from just being quiet. Right. 
So this doesn't really throw me off to stay. Good, but, good, but good. I find I find that this time is like being in the waiting room where you know you're just waiting for the big outdoors to open, right? So I want to be able to go out, you know, go for a hike, go exploring. But for now, I'm I'm okay. Um, and I find some comfort in knowing that I'm forced to just stay put. And I think the message of hope to anyone out there is basically take advantage of this quiet time. You know, reflect and think about any positive changes that you want to see in yourself. And use this time to just plan an app. You know, whether you want to meditate some more, eat healthy, work out more, or even start working out. Right. Learn a new language, you know, reconnect with friends, read more books, like whatever, whatever will make you happy. Mm-hmm. And whatever change that you want to see, now is the time to start planning and trying to do a bit every day to get to that end goal. Right. Yeah, because it doesn't have to be anything huge, you know, but even just making one positive change, you know, for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that can just have a huge impact long term because now is the time to do it, you know, when we have enough time to establish these habits. So I yeah. completely agree with you. And I mean, yeah. it's a blessing in everything. So everyone's complaining about, oh, we're in lockdown. But at the same time, you know, the, the silver lining is you have this quiet time. Right. Forced to just pause. Right. It's so funny you say that, you know, just be quiet. Um, I was chatting with a friend yesterday who had the virus and, you know, you know, there's no cure for it. So he said, you know, I'm just trying, you know, just different things, theming and um, trying different home remedies. And he said one of the things that he remembered, you know, his grandmother telling him was just to be quiet, you know, So he just kind of, you know, instead of trying to, you know, running around trying to figure out what to do, he said he just kind of sat down and was quiet, you know, and he said that was what was, you know, really helped him. So I'm glad that you mentioned that, you know, because we don't have to do a lot of things, but, you know, just use this opportunity just to be quiet and be introspective. So I think, you know, that in and of itself can really be helpful. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, this also gives you the, um, it shows you what's important, right? And it shows you what you need and what you actually don't need. So it's yes. almost the beginning of a, a simpler life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the desire for a simpler life. Right, right. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Nisha. That is, a great, <laughs> that is a great note to end on, right? <laughs> it is. It was a pleasure. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you.